PR Connections Radio presents the Love of Business Podcast. The Love of Business, Nurturing the Entrepreneurial Spirit. This show is brought to you by Paid Per Letter. Write letters and make a difference. PaidPerLetter.com slash Uncle Dan. Good morning and welcome to the Love of Business podcast. My name is Edgar Rodriguez. I am one of the hosts. Our co-host, Gavin Sundvik, may or may not be joining us today. However, we do have the pleasure of having our guest, a great friend of mine, Mr. Danny Velasquez. Danny could you please share, uh, you know, let let the guests know, you know, who you are, what you do, and a brief uh, overview of your journey. All right. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me on the show. It means a lot. I just noticed that I put my name, my screen name as Ninja. I didn't think it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's a little bit of who I am is that I'm always... Even though I'm in a serious business on the mortgage side for loans, I try to show myself and, and what I do because the market shifting, um, I moved here, what is it, four years ago. Um, I met you here two and a half years ago, two years ago, and you were the key catalyst of opening doors for me out here. Initially, when we first got here, um, we're a little bit different. We're on the wholesale mortgage side, which means is that my job is to give the best product to the consumer at a lower cost, at lower interest rates, and most importantly, just at a at a good um, communication. And that's literally why we came to this state is that um, before moving here, we were doing our research as to what state could produce the biggest opportunity. This is that state especially for the Hispanic side. Um, you know, Greg, the owner of the company, a couple of years ago, he was like, yo, like this state is gonna boom with your people and there's no one that speaks Spanish. And I'm like, really? I didn't believe him at first and started driving out here little by little. And sure enough, that's exactly what happened is that the opportunity that this state represents within the Hispanic community and just even overall is, is huge because um, through the time that we were here, we noticed that a lot of, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of the lenders in town are retail lenders. And what that mm -hmm. means is that the regular consumer gets a higher interest rate, higher costs, um, may not be able to have all the options that are available to them as a first time home buyer or as a regular repeat client. It's just, we have those options. And that's why that's a little bit of me overall and who we are a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And thank you for sharing that. Sorry, I know. When you and I met, uh, this town is very interesting, right? And it's one of those towns where you feel like people don't don't want to give you the time of day. However, they say they will, right? Um, yeah. So meeting me, meeting the right people and 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 getting into this journey of like, at the end of the day, with what we do in business, it's it's a people business, right? You meet right. the right people that do want to help, and crazy doors will unlock. So I, I appreciate you sharing, you know, the, how we met and, you know, how we got together and now we're off to the races. So. Oh yeah. that's literally, that. literally it was, remember I would, you would be helping me. I'm like, Hey man, like 
why are you helping me? Like, what's up? Like, <laughs> you're like, why not? I was like, okay, you're one of the good ones. Then I'm like, let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, first question I have for you, Danny, is yeah. what motivated you to pursue this career? Because you've been in this a little over a decade, right? Yeah. I think you're approaching 15-ish years in, in, in this industry. Yeah. So, you know, what motivated you to pursue real estate and, and especially on the lending side? Um, well, I've worn different hats. I've been in the, in the business since 04. So initially, I was very young when I got into the business um, as a loan officer in 04. From 04 to 07, I made so much money and we wasted so much money. I really didn't take advantage of the opportunity because we were just young, partying. No one really told me, hey, you're supposed to do this. All, all, all it was is just go ahead and have fun and go make more money. But then the crash hit. Um, once the crash hit is I moved, I was actually living in 07. We were here in town in 06, give or take. And then when the crash hit here in the city, everything stopped. Construction, people left. It was just a mess. So I left back to LA. In LA, I was finding it difficult to find a job during that period of time because the recession was rough. And then I was lucky um, in 08 from 08 to like 13, give or take where my good friend, she has a law firm out in Beverly Hills. And she was like, hey, Danny, we're working on modifications and other areas of law. Come and work for me. And I'm like, I was so burnt with mortgages. I was like, you know what? I'll do something different. And it ended up being kind of the same thing where I started finding about bankruptcy. I have a background in bankruptcy law, credit repair, um, debt settlement. I know real estate. I know a lot of stuff with the modifications. So did that for a very long time. That's where I think me as a person changed because we were dealing with so many people that were losing their homes. We were going to court, grandma, grandpa, everybody was crying coming to the office. So that's where I think my thinking and I grew up, I think where I had a lot of empathy for our people because up until then, I never really worked with the Hispanic consumer. Mm -hmm. There, that's what started changing. And, and from there, I just started really helping them out um, and then I became a realtor because I was getting so many short sales from the law firm for like five years. So I was a stay at home dad all the way up until like 18, took care of my daughter. Um, I raised her her first five years. It's like the best experience as a dad. I think like being there with your daughter, taking care of her, you're the mom, dad. Like I cook, clean, you name it. I did it. All. <laughs> I remember Greg would call me. He's like, what are you doing? Like during the day, I'm like, oh, I'm cooking. He would be like, you know what? Call me later. Like, he doesn't have time for that. <laughs> but then that was the big thing with Greg is that um, Greg was always there with me. He was like, no matter what I did, he was always at the forefront and around. Maybe 2015, he was like, hey, you need to jump back into the industry. And I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, there's a lot of movement right now, but you have to get licenses. You have to pass laws, all that good stuff where I was just like, you know what? My... Um, ex-wife was doing well with the real with the loans because she was a loan officer and I was a realtor. So we're like, you know, we're, we're okay. But then um, tragedy hit um, around 18, 19 in my household where I had to be the sole breadwinner where I need to do something different. And that's when I told Greg, okay, now you have my undivided attention. Like, what's up? He was like, well, unfortunately, you can't make it happen in L.A., but you have to go to Vegas. And literally, that's what I did is that I started coming here. I started driving for about a year and a half from L.A. to Vegas. Every week, I would leave um, Cerritos at 4 o'clock in the morning. 
get to Henderson at nine. I would leave Saturday at two o'clock after my last client, hang out with the kids for a little bit and then come right back. I did that for a year and a half to make sure that this was a good state. And then around what, maybe 2021, right after COVID is when I met you, remember? Yep. And yep. that's when everything where I was like telling people what I do a lot. I read book people a lot the wrong way a lot. And I really don't care because I have a better product for the consumer, for you guys. I just have knowledge. And if you want to get it, it's right here. If you don't, cool. I'm still going to go help someone else. And that's literally the attitude that I was taking and I still take to this day. And now, like you said earlier, things are starting to progress. People are, they see me here, they see me there, and they're like, why is that guy always smiling? Well, I'm smiling because I got to take care of my daughter. Like, like that's my driving force. That's my why. So it just, that's how I look at things. And, and here, it just, it's a blessing. Yeah. 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 You, you said a few things, right? And, and something that stuck out to me is like, look, I, whether I rub people the wrong way or not, I'm still going to smile. And something I've met and, and, and known to grow and, and like about you, Danny, is that you're always trying to do what's best for your client, right? Yeah. You know that uh, in your industry, there are people out there who will, you know, they'll pad, right, on the back end so they get paid more. And something I've noticed with you and even with people that we've sent your way, they're like, man, I didn't know. You know, I, I never knew that I would ever get into a house until, you know, coming across you and your company, knowing that yeah. you guys you, will, will shave a lot just to oh, help yeah. the client out, right? And, yeah. um, and that's huge, right? Because at the end of the day, you think about how do you, you know, and, and this is the love of business, right? So that's what I love about what your company does is that you guys are willing to, you know, do almost everything in your power to make sure that that client or you know that that couple or that family is trying to get into their first house dream house right whatever type of house it is yeah. and what that does is that you put them in a position that hey look you're going to educate them up along the way to make sure that they're not overstretching themselves that they're able to have that house for generations to come but that goes with all the experience that you had in your past right like you talked about earlier that you know you've worn many different hats in your industry yeah. but you've also seen the law side of it right and you were at the forefront of when the crash happened so it's how do we make sure history doesn't repeat itself yeah and that's something that i've come that's come to my attention is that in your approach you really really are really methodical behind the scenes of hey let's make sure that even though they think they can afford this hey let's take a, a deep dive and make sure you can afford it yeah. right yeah you have to right now because i've seen people lose their homes i've got those calls when i used to be a paralegal it just it's not it's not a good feeling like i'll give you an example like when covid hit um mm -hmm. right before covid hit i was seeing law firms everybody ramping up like here comes all these loan modifications well right before it i started sending out emails to all the chambers started sending emails to brokers here in town hey have a background on this here's the phone number that i know at these banks if you guys need them call them up well the good thing is that the blessing a lot of people don't realize is that no one was foreclosed on during that period of time so the big banks learned from their lessons in 08 where i thought we were going to repeat itself everybody a lot of people did 
and none of that happened. So that changed something. So there, that just shows now that there's a good chance that that never may happen. So if you own a house, let's try to keep you in the house forever. And that's kind of what the approach I take is that I got to help them because here, everybody, uh, most of my clients, they're either from a different country or they're just permanent residents or became full citizens. But a lot of them, their kids are only first generation. So if I'm able to help the dad, the mom, the grandpa, whoever it is, get them into a house when the time's right, just like Ian, he grew up here. There's not many people that grew up in town. So I'm setting that seed for the future because we're in the long haul. And that's kind of the approach that I take for everything is that we're helping everybody from the beginning because everything is in the infancy stage in this state. I see it. I notice it. It's you, especially in my industry, there's not many wholesale lenders here in town that are willing to reduce their their what they're making on these loans to make the loan work. And we are because we know that if we help them, there's a good chance that I may wake up the next day just because I helped them. So I'm okay doing good deeds all the time because <laughs> I need all the help I can get, especially yeah. how I am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's 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 the good thing, like the great thing about what you guys do, right? Like it's putting them in a position for generational success. Yes. Right. And and the house is that foundation, right? You're talking about like for Ian, for example, right? It's you don't nowadays, like when I first got here 17, almost 18 years ago, to find someone who was born and raised here was was hard, right? Like right. they were unicorns. But nowadays, right, like I got both my daughters who were born and raised here and I, yeah. I don't foresee them leaving. However, I don't know what the future holds for them. Correct. Now, with that said, here's a, a, another question that I have, because this is has uh, to do along with what we talked about. But how does your business approach uh, sustain sustainability and social responsibility impact the community? Um, easy, man. Um, one of the things that we do very different than a lot of retailers is we offer DACA loans. A lot of people shy away from those. So that right there, by me giving one person that loan, I just fill that generation's gap. And that's how we're doing it is that we have that element where we're willing to offer this program for a lot of people here. doesn't have to be, they just have to be a DACA recipient for whatever reason. A lot of lenders in town don't do that. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing that we do is we're heavily involved in the community, as you know. I'm out there. Um, I'm at I'm at a lot of events. Um, I have a lot of events for different organizations. My job is to just kind of be a disruptor. Hey, this is who we are. This is what we're doing. And if you need help, I can help you. And if you need questions, you have questions, I can help you. Because the other part is that we read so much on a daily basis. Um, there's so many things that I have to read from different lenders. We have over 60 different banks. So that means 60 different ways to structure something. So let's just say, you say, hey, Danny, I'm looking to buy this weird stuff. All of a sudden I see a lender send me an email and it's that weird stuff. Hey, guess what? Now I can do it. And so mm -hmm. those are all the things that is sustainable for us because that's why we have so many lenders. We want to be able to have different products at all time because the consumer, the self-employed person, they aren't the same. Everybody has different weird things. And so mm -hmm. if I'm able to provide different options and even the regular options at a lower cost, why not? And that's kind of our thinking. Our thinking is give the best product to the consumer, 
let our work for itself speak. And then if they feel that we merit that referral or that connection, guess what? At that point in time, then we do. And mm-hmm. that's just one of the ways that we do it. Yeah. See, I love that. And, and that compares to business, right? Like no matter what the variable is when it comes to the what the, the consumer is trying to buy, yeah. You guys have 60 different lenders, banks, right, that you can compete with and say, hey, depending on your situation, because it's ebb and flow of, of just like business, right? When I'm working with a business owner, it, the situation can vary. However, it's the result that they're getting and why they're in, in this journey. So you right. think about the, the, the mortgage side of things or the lending side of things. There's a lot of variables that can happen when it comes to constructing a loan. When it comes to business, there's so many different businesses. There's so many different products and services that people offer. But how do you get that messaging out there is how it impacts our local community, right? Through through what we do and what what you do, they, they go hand in hand, right? Your goal is to provide that sustainability with having a place to call home. Yeah. Our job as, as coaches on the business side is to make sure that they have business so they can provide for everyone they employ, right? Making sure that they have a sustainable business for generations to come. So um, next question is, in what ways do you believe businesses can make a positive impact on society and the environment? Easy. Um, Right now we have to be nice. That's it. (laughs) I'm being real. Like, it just, the, the things that are happening right now with society after we got out of COVID, if you notice, initially when we got out, everybody was super nice. Everybody was cordial. Right now, everybody's walking around like, no, I'm not going to hold the door for you. I'm not going to do this. The other day I went to church on yesterday, I went to church. Um, this older man was right next to me. And I'm like, sir, sit down. Like, you know, the other day I flew to Michigan, the same thing. Ma'am, she's pregnant. Like, sit down. Like, all those little things matter right now because... If us as business people, if we leave that lasting impression, hey, that guy opened the door for me. Hey, what do you do, by the way? Like, you don't know if that that question is a follow-up question after that. Or, hey, do you want to go grab a beer? You just open the door with me. Or you want to hang out with me and my wife? Like, that's happened to me here in this town more often than not because I'm out there. People are are tourists. You never know who you're going to run into. You've taught me that. Like, I've been into rooms where it doesn't look like anybody's anybody, and they're it. So, <laughs> so those are the things that you don't get into those conversations unless you're genuine, you're real with that consumer. And I think right now, one thing I've learned over the last couple of months from one of my main investors is that authenticity is the key to go right now. If you're not authentic as a business, business owner right now, you're done. Like, plain and simple, because... These kids, I have an 11-year-old, and most of my ages are all Generation Z. They're all very young kids. They all tell me, hey, it was cool. They wanted all the instant gratification, but now they know that that shit's whoops. They know that that's fake. Now it's just, hey, be real with me because they're looking everything up. So that's kind of where I think as a business owner, we have to take that same approach and maybe dial it back and take it back to when we were closed off thank god i i was during COVID. i was out and about i didn't have to you know go through that ordeal of being home because mm-hmm. i was out every day traveling yeah. working that's it just but now as a business owner if we want to sustain growth we have to be authentic we have to be nice mm-hmm. and more importantly we have to be genuine because they'll see it yeah 
Yeah. Uh, key things you said there is be authentic. You never know who's going to be in a room. Yeah. And and what I've learned with you is you kill them with kindness. Uh, Danny, you're you're one of the few humans that will kill them with kindness. And it's you yeah. you you are who you are. And people don't understand that. Something that yeah. gravitated like you. We talked about it at the very beginning when we first met. You were like, "Why is he helping me? Yeah, like, what? Where is this headed? Where is this going?" Uh, and that's something that we've learned from each other is that just be genuine. Like what you see is what you get. And that's yeah. what people are always thinking. Like, what is the ulterior motive? There is none, right? Yeah. It's, it's if I can pay it forward by helping you, the ripple effect. So I compare this to when people throw the rock in the water, uh-huh. right? Most people pay attention to that rock until it sinks. Right. But the ripples that it causes is what we pay attention to. And those yeah. are the two different types of people, right? The ones that watch the the bottom fall and they're waiting for that. And the ones that see the ripple effect, right? The reason why when we met and I was like, man, this, what they offer sounds really great. Let's, let's see how great it can be. Yeah. So I, I always give people the benefit of the doubt, right? I don't expect anything. Oh no, of course. I don't, I don't ever expect anything. I don't, it's my way of paying it forward, right? And I will compare this to my time in the military. I know I should not be here today. There was two, one too many close calls where I've, I've stared death in the face. But the reason why I'm here is what my purpose in life is, right? And, and I've talked about this on, on a show before where um, I know what I'm, gonna, what, what I'm here for. However, in that journey, if I can make your day a little bit better or your business a little bit better then that's what i'm gonna do and make the right introductions right i'm actively listening to what you're trying to communicate in my you already know the way i think my brain just starts going off to the rotodex and i'm like okay who within the network right who within my contacts my connections can help this person get to that next step and then it's on you guys, right? Once I make that introduction, hey, now it's on you two to take that to the next step and the next level. But right. it's, it's at least opening that door. Like you said, right? We have to open that door, hold the door open for somebody. Yeah, to this day, I, mm-hmm, and, and that's, that's how business happens, right? When you open that door, who's that person coming through the door? You don't know. And like yeah. you said, in this town, this town, like we're literally one degree from separation here in, in Vegas. If I don't know this person, you will, right? Or right. vice versa. If you don't know them, I, I just make a phone call and it's like, hey, yeah. right? It, and that's the way we have to get back to is that authenticity, genuine, be nice, and and be able to help each other just like we used to back in the day. COVID did open a, a, a lot of people's eyes. However, they're getting back to the complacency. Uh, and something that the Marine Corps taught me is complacency does kill. Yeah. You gotta learn how to adapt and overcome, especially in business. Oh yeah, especially in a business, because our business is changing every day. The stress mm-hmm. levels that we have as an entrepreneur, hey, I didn't get any business today, or this is not working for me. I spent this much money for this. Now I gotta do this. And that's the other thing is that if we are being candid with each other when we're looking in the mirror, then we will grow that much faster. Because one, there's no one else but us as a backstop. Like we're the ones that have to make it happen, especially if we have kids or just if we have other people depending on us. Like, and we just have to really be genuine and not be afraid of falling on our face. That's the other part is that because we are going to fall. 
Like that's just plain and simple. But it's how fast we get up and did we learn from that mistake and let's not do it again. Let's go do something else. Yeah. And see, and, and, and that's, that's, that's the lesson, right? People are scared to fail. But, but success will not come unless you do fail, right? Nobody ever made it just by creating an idea and all of a sudden, boom, I'm a millionaire. Oh, there's, yeah. there, there's a lot of lessons, right, learned in this journey. Those lessons are failures. Uh, gentleman I had on the podcast a few months back, he said, fail fast, fail forward. Mm. Fail fast, fail forward. Right? I like that one. Don't fail backwards. Fail, right. Fall forward and learn from that, right? Yeah. And and he is now running a multi-billion dollar company, right? Oh, wow. The crazy part is like, he said, you know how many times I fell on my face, but I learned. And I knew that, hey, uh, let's, we're headed down the same path. Let's, let's change course, right? right. Uh, business is the same way. Um, I think we have time for maybe one more question and then we'll get wrapped up here because we're coming up quick. Um, but how do you approach personal and professional development, you know, it, it, as a business and community leader that you are, Danny? Um, well, personal, it's, it's, it's a struggle every day because I really don't have any time off. My phone is always ringing. Thank God. Um, my daughter hates it sometimes cause I'm, I'm a single dad. So if I'm with her, she wants my time with her time, but it doesn't work like that. But the thing that we can't stop doing is being genuine and just learning. Like I try to read all the time. Every day I read a lot of articles, just facts and all that, but got to pick up a book. Like unplug from the phone, just have to do the little basic stuff. Sometimes I'll go to Lake Mead and just leave my phone at home. Like nobody needs to know where I'm at today. Like, and and those are the little things that I think as as a business owner you have to remember. If you want to go buy a pair of shoes and you deserve them because you worked your butt so much, like you know what, go buy those pair of shoes because you deserve them. It's gonna make you feel better. That's how you invest in yourself little by little, whatever your fix is. It's just those are the little things that I think that that make you moving forward. Just in my own experience, just we have to be genuine with ourselves, read, take time to like get to know people because that's what it is right now. Yeah. So I like what you said, right, is the self-development part comes from reading books, right? Yeah. Whether it's a book, a podcast, those are great mentors. Those are great lessons to learn from. The other one, the other thing you said was uh, boundaries, right? Even though your phone rings all the time, your daughter doesn't like it, but yeah. it, it's a blessing to have that phone ring because it, it could right. be the quite opposite, right? And it not ringing, but it's not happening. However, you've learned to just leave your phone and unplug and, hey, I'm, I'm going to go out. I'm going to yeah. go to Lake Las Vegas. I'm going to enjoy my time with my daughter and just be away from the world. That, that balance is something we need to mentally reset, right? Because... Yeah business uh, is not all sunshine and rainbows, right? That's why there's uh, mentors out there. Uh, surround yourself with people who you right. see as success and learn to pick their brains, right? Don't be ever, ever. One advice I give people is don't ever. I mean, the advice I give people is one, I'm not a mind reader. If I was, I'd be a millionaire right now, right? I'd hit the lotto multiple times. So if there's something that you're going through in, in your business journey, air it out, right? find that trusted circle and say, Hey, here's what I'm dealing with. Have any of you ever dealt with this? And how, how did you deal with it? Right. Um, at the 
top of the podcast, we talked about people saying they want to help, right? But they right. never show you how to help, right? And that's, that, that's the same thing with business is, is what I've learned as a coach and, and mentor now, right, is that I've got people out there that, that'll say, oh, well, yeah, I, I want you to be successful. Great. Well, how do I create the success? Yeah. Uh, and, and that's that's the how to is, is is knowing how you help someone and teaching them, hey, how do I guide you in the right direction? Yeah. I know we got about two minutes, Danny. So, you know, what's uh, I want to say thank you for being on the podcast. You know, take a minute. Talk about uh, you, your company. How can people get in hold of you? Um, well, thank, first of all, thank you so much for having me on. It's a joy um, to be on here and see the growth that you're having. Let's go. This is what we're doing out here. Um, with myself, I'm heavily active on social media. You can find me at Danny V Lending. Just Google that up or Instagram it, Facebook, LinkedIn. Um, that's who I am. Um, the company that I work for is GFL Capital Mortgage. We're a wholesale lender. We're here in Henderson. We're heavily vested. The owner of the company um, bought us our condo office, so we're not going anywhere. We're trying to be a staple here in town. So that's a little bit about us. We're also on the radio Saturdays at 7 a.m. Um, and also 12 a.m. on AM 670, KMZQ, a local station. So we're we're doing a little bit of everything. And then you may see me on some billboards out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely see me on the billboards. Well, Danny, I want to say thank you again. Uh, best way to get a hold of me, uh, I'm usually on LinkedIn. You can just find my name, Edgar Rodriguez, or you can visit our website, uh, masterthenetwork.com. And if people have questions about you know, their, their business journey or business success and how do they get to that next level. We're very easy to get a hold of us, uh, myself and my team. We're a veteran-led company uh, that can help you get there. So thank you again, Danny. Uh, thank and you. I look forward to the next business yeah. podcast. Thank you so much. Take care. PR Connections Radio thanks you for watching this podcast. Check out more episodes of this show and our others at prconnectionsradio.com.